everyone and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to BQ&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we also take a look at some world religious trends happening in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is Joseph Matichich. I'm the Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. Delighted to be your host for the program today. Welcome along wherever you might be joining us uh, today. Remember our text line number here is 0488880811. Send us a message. Let us know where you're listening. Give us any feedback, any comments, any thoughts you have on our program today. So welcome along to another new week on Drive Time. The topic that we're looking at on Drive Time is the Bible, the church and the environment. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to be specifically looking at uh, the issue of the creation and uh, its impact on our understanding of a creator. And um, we are continuing this this theme uh, that we started actually last week on the Bible, the church and the environment. But I'm delighted to be able to uh, to welcome this afternoon my co-host, Pastor William Mawala. William is the pastor of the Paravista and the Gawler Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in Adelaide. Good afternoon, William. Hey, Joseph. Good to be with you today. Yeah, welcome back again uh, for another new week here. It's uh, it's great to be here together as we uh, kick off uh, drive time um, and continue this theme. Well, now we, we started it last week, didn't we, William? And, um, yes, we did. Uh, we, we, we're going through it. And now, a little bit later on, we, we will, we'll, get, we'll dive right into what we're looking at uh, specifically um, this afternoon, which is... Um, uh, looking at the any dangers as far as this focus on creation and um, and the environment, but uh, before we, before we get to that, I guess William um, wanted to I guess uh, express a real thanks to to our listeners for uh, for their participation, for their comments, for their feedback, and again, love to hear from you today. Uh, today, I want to ask you this question. How involved do you think we should be in protecting our planet? Now, you don't need me to remind you, but uh, um, we, we know, we realise that our planet is, is in grave danger from pollution, uh, from deforestation, um, from uh, the threat of rising sea levels through to, due, to, due to global warming, um, the, the fact that there are the, these... Uh, greater uh, variations in weather, weather patterns from terrible destructive storms, greater famines and uh, and droughts and, and, and things like that. And so I wanted to ask you, how involved do you think we should be in protecting our planet? Perhaps uh, in specifically, uh, what do you think, uh, if, if, you know, as a Christian perhaps, um, how much should a Christian be involved in uh, looking after the, the environment? Uh, text us in your thoughts uh, on our text line number, which is 0488880811. William, uh, we like to always uh, just spend a little bit of time here on drive time Pointing out things that are, that are happening or things that are being commented on um, in you know in our culture in, yes. in society in the news in particular uh, and uh, I uh, I came across this uh, just the other day actually a report um, a report that, that that's titled uh, um, sort of a lengthy title but 
listen to it carefully. It says, as some in the Western world reject traditional religion, they are redirecting their faith, not losing it. Okay. That caught my eye, and uh, I think it's quite quite appropriate and relevant for us to, to consider this um, here 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 in drive time. It, it, you know, again, it's saying that uh, in the Western world, people are rejecting traditional religion, and uh, we would consider perhaps tr- uh, Christianity, wouldn't we, mm-hmm. as, as as being included in that? Uh, we know that. Uh, in the Western world, we know that in Australia, religion is is in decline, right. and a number of people following it, or certainly indicating it, are, are in decline. And this uh, this report, uh, this report says that uh, people, are, whilst they might be rejecting traditional religion, it, they're, they're actually redirecting their faith rather than losing it. Uh, well, what is it that they're redirecting it to? That's what we kind of need to uh, need to have a look at it. And so, reading this, and this was this was. Um, uh, report found on uh, the ABC News, and it says here that the language, the, sorry, the language of traditional religion is as steeped in hier- hierarchy as it is in history. According to most doctrines, God is the shepherd and we the flock. Humans are controlled from the heavens by the deity or deities we serve. And then it says that uh, about advances in neuroscience and psychology present a very different story. Um, one in which the human brain is hardwired for spiritual thought and where religious beliefs and practices come and go over time depending on our real-world needs and fears. Now, okay. I'm not sure about that, but you know, let me just read on because this is, this is really what I think this, uh, uh, this report is getting at, this article here, William, mm-hmm. and it's this next statement. It says, this could help explain many of the fundamental shifts that are occurring in religious observance and belief from the return of European paganism to a growing interest in individualistic forms of spirituality. Mm. So it's, it's highlighting here that there is this, uh, a return to European paganism and, uh, and also individualistic forms of, of spirituality. Um, and the report there has a uh, has a you know, picture of, um, for example, pagans and druids celebrating summer stol- the summer solstice at, at Stonehenge. Um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, an old pagan pagan uh, pagan right. tradition. Um, and now, just reading on a little bit further in this, this report, it says when people assess the future of religion, an initial observation is that Western societies are becoming less religious. Right. But religious scholar Linda Woodhead takes issue with this popular idea. When people tick the no religion on a census form, and uh, it was only recently that we had the census here in Australia, yep. didn't we, William? Uh, when people tick no religion on a census form, that doesn't mean they've turned away from all belief, Linda Woodhead says. Uh, instead, it often indicates that they no longer want to be identified with an established faith. And then quoting her, she says, people in many cases are still spiritual. They still want lots of the goods that religion can offer, but in a way that's more personally, personally meaningful for them, she said. And in a consumerist world where personal choice is prioritized, Professor Woodhead argues more and more people are opting to craft their own form of religious belief. Um, I don't know about you, William, but that, that kind of not only did it caught my eye, but it 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 makes me a little bit um, 
well, can I say be, be open and say that I see you know, I see concerns in 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 people uh, in this pe- idea that people are crafting their own form of religious belief. I mean, isn't that kind of smacking almost of the idea of humans are becoming kind of their own their own god? Can I say it that way? And doesn't that really go against the whole tenet of of, of the Bible? Um, which which really points out that yeah we we aren't our own gods mm. you know yeah I just picked up that word that you just read there he says in a consumerist world and I think that's probably part of the um the challenge we're facing in within Christianity is because we live in a consumeristic world is that that same kind of um, expectancy, that same way in which we view the world in terms of a consumeristic lens, it's you know making its way across into the Christian circles so. So now we live in a world where, you know, it's pretty much everything's itemized. We can get things online. Everything's very quick and easy to, yes. I guess, we, we, you know, we purchase everything online nowadays. You know, everything is done via technology now. And I think that same mindset and attitude is kind of um, pervading into how we view God and how we interact with God. So I think it's really a, a statement in, in terms of the culture which we live, in which we live. But, yeah, I kind of um, agree to it. To, um, to an extent that this idea of kind of like picking and choosing what parts of religion, what parts of faith we like. What, it what does, suits us. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. what suits us and if it fits in with our schedule. Okay. I think when you go down that line, you know, it can, uh, faith can, you know, what it really is faith, it, it's really uh, very much a subjective thing. Yes. And so, yeah, that, that, that is a challenge, you know, because, you know, Christianity is, it's about following a person. It's about giving up one's life. You know, Jesus said, if we want to follow him, we have to take up our cross. And a cross means inconvenience. It means sacrifice. It means adhering not to what I think and what's convenient and, you know, for me, but, but what does God want for my life? That's and right. I think probably that's the tension that this article is saying. You know, the article is saying, look, People are religious, but not in the way that we would think religion, religious people think and act and behave. You know, traditionally it was about being, you know, identified with a particular community faith that espoused particular ideas and values. Now it's almost like today's religion is, well, I have my own religion. And, uh, I, I will, I am my own, like you said, I, I'm the creator of my own values and ways of living. And, and I think that's probably, yeah, that's, that can be, um, well, that's what the article's saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and I think that is actually, mm. um, in a sense, leading into what we're going to talk about a little yeah. bit later on when yeah. we, when we look at the sort of the question, which is a specific question for us today about a da- is there danger? In worshiping creation, uh, rather than a crowd, you know, so uh, what we find here is people are, uh, are turning to all sorts of things and, and, um, looking at that as, as being some sort of source of spirituality for them or, or some meaning. Um, and yep. uh, in this report, uh, it, it, it highlights that there's a revival of what's called pre-Christian traditions. Uh, it, it, uh, it mentions here specifically a, for example, the pagan faith Rod, Rodnoveri in modern day Russia and the official state recognition of Germ, uh, Germanic 
heathenism in Norway. Now, uh, that's, mm, that okay. probably doesn't sound too much. Uh, it doesn't mean too much, I should say, for us here in Australia. But mm-hmm. the fact that these are pagan faiths, um, uh, he, you know, this one that's called Germanic heathenism, um, it, it shows that, yeah, like, like you were indicating, people, it's not that people aren't, aren't spiritual as such, but really what it is, it's, it's, um, uh, it's looking at it in, in, in other forms, um, crafting it for themselves and, and even reclaiming some of these, these, these pagan ones, which, which, which are very much about, um, looking at, Either the person uh, determining what's what's right and wrong, or yep. or finding it in um, in nature, finding it in in objects, yep. finding it in in substitutes. Um, and I really appreciated how you pointed out, though. However, that you know Christianity is is based on on a really objective premise of of mm. there being being uh, one supreme being, Jesus, you know, God, yeah. and, who came down in the form of flesh, Jesus Christ, lived here, showed us how, how we're to live and, and what it means to follow him and outlined, outlined in the scriptures. Mm. Spot on. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting as we, as we look at this. And uh, we, we will um, uh, get into specifically our topic for today. Um, but uh, I just thought it was interesting here, William, mm. because it, it talks about how um, – there is yes, there is this belief in the supernatural, um, but formalized religion is giving way to more individualistic, even idiosyncratic. It says spiritual beliefs, um, and then uh, the, uh, the the report goes on it uh, quoting. Um, a, uh, a research associate with the Center for Mind and Culture in Boston that would be in the USA. It says, it, 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 um, Connor Wood, he says, it's important to remember that religions have always come and gone. Um, that that faith is dynamic. There are countless small-scale societies whose religious, spiritual, and religious and ritual traditions have disappeared with ever having been recorded. He says even enduring religions like Christianity have reinvented themselves many times over uh, centuries. Well, I'm not sure what he actually means by <laughs> this idea of Christianity reinventing itself. Right. Uh, that to me is... Re- at least puzzling, if not not a bit alarming, William. Yeah, Christianity reinventing itself. I mean, Christianity is based on on the person and the work of Jesus Christ, as recorded in the Bible. And just going on that little bit you're reading there in that article, because I got it here in front of me too. It says he argues, um, you know, and argues belief structures that survive are those that best meet individual or societal needs, or both. And and that's like what you touched mm. on a little bit earlier, where people are. Picking and choosing is the whole consumerist approach to, 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 to towards faith. You know it, what what suits me. You know it kind of sounds like it almost sounds to me as I was reading that Joseph, um, almost like religion and Christianity. It's like um, it's like a business entity, and when okay. they're <laughs> declining in sales, they've got to reinvent themselves. They've got to you know give themselves a new face and a new so what's what can we give our consumers today? You know that's. You know, when we look at the essence of Christianity, it's as we were saying earlier, the essence of Christianity is, uh, it's, it's acknowledging, uh, you know, the person of, well, acknowledging God and, you know, the fact that he sent, uh, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh. And really it's a call to follow Christ. 
And so over the centuries, I'm not sure if it's been a reinventing as such, but every generation have had to wrestle with the question, who is Jesus? You know, that's the question. That's that was right. the question that Jesus, uh, you know, he, he asked his own disciples in the Gospel of Matthew. You know, some say this, some say that, but who do you say that I am? And I think that is the timeless question every generation needs to grapple with. And the Christian church, I think another part of the, the conversation is, um, I think what they're trying to get at is, I think in the article saying that, you know, churches haven't done the best job of, you know, presenting, you know, their faith in a way that attracts people. Um, so that's probably another part of the discussion. But essentially, Christianity is about the person of Christ, uh, that God has revealed himself in the person of Jesus. And so that's, I think that's the, the question that, you know, Christianity has never come to a point where we said, well, what are we going to do now? You know, mm-hmm. people aren't coming to church. We need to, you know, we need to do A, B, or C. But every generation, um, I think that's the, the real crux of the matter. We, Christianity hasn't been trying to reinvent themselves. We've been trying to, how do we connect Christ and show that this Christ that's revealed is, is, you know, he is, it's through Christ and through God is how we get our essential meaning and purpose and identity. And so, um, I think that's a challenge for us as churches and leaders and, and Christians to, to engage in how do we present this gospel in a way that is attractive. Yes. That shows people that are looking at these other realms of religion and paganism yes, and say, yes. look, what you're finding, what you're trying to find there, it's, it's right here in yeah. the gospel. Now, church may have let people down. They may have had bad experiences, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Look at the person of Christ and yeah. ask yourself, is this person, um, someone that I that I want to know and ultimately have a relationship with. Yeah, now that's that's really good. And um, look, we, we we've actually um, got some uh, uh, feedback from our listeners. It's wow, great. That's we, pretty we've quick. Got a message that's come through from David, uh, who's listening uh, in Ellenbrook in Perth. Wow, uh, in Western Australia. Hey, David. Hi, David. Great. Thanks for your <laughs> message. He he says here. He says I believe, according to me, that traditional Christianity is Sunday worshiping because they followed family members regarding uh, Constantine and the Catholic Church, changed Sabbath to Sunday and didn't check the word of God for themselves, what is literally true about God. And uh, and David's have provided a few texts here about that God's only immortal, how God has made uh, humans, that death is asleep. Um, thank you, David, for, uh, wow. for sending through a, through a message. Um, and again, remember, we'd love to hear from you. We, we're wanting to ask you today in particular, what do you think, how involved should we be in protecting our planet? That's because uh, here on Drive Time this week, we're looking at the theme of the Bible, the church, and the environment. And uh, we, we are going to uh, just take a quick break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to get right into that and, uh, and look at that further here. But stay tuned. You're listening to Drive Time on Faith FM.
Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Joseph Manichich and Pastor William Mawella. Uh, William is the pastor of the Paravista and Gawler Seventh-day Adventist churches. This week on Drive Time, we are looking at the theme of the Bible, the church, and the environment. And our question today is looking at is there danger in worshipping creation rather than the creator? Now, the whole reason we are looking at this theme is because currently there is a United Nations Climate Change Summit that's taking place in Glasgow, over in Scotland. World leaders have been gathering there and uh, meeting uh, all of last week and now this coming week as well at this summit, also referred to as COP. 26. This Glasgow summit features intense diplomatic negotiations by almost 200 countries about how to tackle the common challenge of global warming. And uh, if you've been following any of it or you uh, have been uh, aware of, of some of the discussions taking place, you will know that there is this growing concern with our planet with uh, the environment and what's happening to it. And so a lot of the rhetoric that comes that has been coming out from uh, this, this uh, climate change summit is language about the fact that unless we take action now, and the action in particular here that, that this is really referring to is uh, reducing carbon emissions um, in order to reduce the, the effect that that has on uh, global warming and, and therefore climate change, unless we take that, that action now, um, life here on our planet, it could be imperiled and therefore we, we could be in grave danger. And so it's, it's quite a topical issue. 
this whole issue of climate change and uh, we've been mentioning here how a lot of people have been uh, uh, interested in in this um, uh, it is received fabulous uh, quite a bit of publicity as well um, on what's what, what's what's taking place young people um, have been uh, involved in going and marching on the streets rallying um, around the, the world but in particular also um, there over in um, in Glasgow um, calling on on world leaders uh, to take to, to, to take action uh, and I find it quite interesting that yeah, lots of young people have really uh, gotten involved uh, in this um, for instance there uh, there was a crowd that marched across the city of Glasgow in colorful protest chanting what do we want climate justice um, while delegates continued official talks at the summit just uh, streets away uh, hundreds and thousands of people um, have, um, at, have have turned out there, uh, and that's not just there. As I said, it's 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 kind of all over the world. Uh, young people uh, involved, people people that are really concerned about uh, what's actually happening uh, w- with our environment, and so that's why we want to ask you: um, How involved do you think we need to be in in protecting our planet? Anyway, enough enough for me. But uh, text us through your thoughts on oh four double eight double eight oh eight double one. We're going to get uh, look at it now together, uh, William here. Um, I want to ask you uh, particularly this question, and that is: What is the danger in focusing on creation and the environment? Um, yeah, it's a good question, Joseph, and I think. Um, just to, you know, reframe, you know, your question now is what is the danger in focus on creation and the environment? I think you can really put any, anything in that, in that sentence, you know, fill in the blank. What's the danger in focusing on and in, you know, but for this particular week and last week, we've been focusing a lot of the environment with this, um, this summit that's happening in the UK. Um, look, I'm, I'm coming to this question as a Christian. And so I guess for anything, I mean, if you just ask me the question, Joseph, what's the danger in focusing on, you know, and we fill in the blank with, you know, whatever that was, I think probably at the very heart of it, and look, like we said last week on our show, um, I think my hat goes off to, you know, these leaders who are meeting in, you know, to really, you know, have a conversation about the environment, which is, you know, there's some very legitimate um, issues at stake in terms of environment. So um, I have nothing against that aspect. I just think in general terms, when I think about the environment, you know, when I think about this beautiful land that we live in called planet Earth, mm. um, to me, part of the question, one, I guess a follow-up question is, well, where did the Earth and where did this planet come from? And as a Christian, I have to put those two together. You see, I can't yep. be so passionate about saving the environment if, 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 or this is my own uh, reasoning here is, I'm passionate about it. Let me, let me reframe it in the, in the affirmative. I am passionate about what God is passionate about. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yep. So if this world, as Bible, as scripture tells me, is created by an amazing, all powerful God. And as we shared last week, Joseph, in the book of Genesis, that God gave our original parents, Adam and Eve, this beautiful gift of taking care of this planet as stewards as we were mentioning the other monday last mm-hmm. monday mm-hmm. then that is the the motivation if you will in wanting to take care of the environment 
And so, yeah, we kind of come to this question with with that particular lens and worldview. And by the way, everyone that's listening on our show today, Joseph, we all have what we call a worldview. A worldview is how we see the world. Yeah. And as yeah. Christians, we have a particular worldview. And some in these worldviews cover big things such as origin, where do we come from? Uh, meaning and destiny are these huge kind of themes and ideas that we don't necessarily intentionally um, use that word and language every day, but we very much uh, base our lives as human beings based on the world we view in which we live in. And so here on Faith Drive Time, and you know, we're talking about this idea, what's the danger of focusing on creation? I think at the very heart of it, and I'll just kind of give our listeners I guess the punchline, as it were, what I think the danger is we're focusing on the creation rather than the creator. And I'm implying by that is I believe, and this is my opinion and and based on scripture, is that the Bible speaks of a creator God. It does. And so everything I think and the way I kind of navigate around this world, Joseph, is is influenced by that huge kind of um, premise that as Genesis says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So you ask me the question, Joseph, in the studio today, what is the danger and focus on creation? I think the, the danger is, um, yep, we can pass legislation and we can talk all about how we need to save the planet and we need to watch our waste and pollution and all those things, which is good. But I think that's probably half of the question because the real my question is okay we're taking care of the planet and and what's the motivation obviously we want to live in a better place and more sustainable and all those beautiful things but i think the danger if 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 the question today is what is the danger in focusing on creation the environment and we're going to get into some scriptures because it's some pretty strong um uh piece of uh a few verses i want to share today from the new testament is and, you know, by the way, we're going to read Romans in just a tick. You know, the Apostle Paul had some very, um, some, some words to say to the people of his day. And it is relevant right now. I like, I, yeah. I really like what you're saying there, William, because what, what, what you're highlighting is that, yes, um, it's, it's noble to, to say that we need to look after our environment. Um, and last week, and you know, if any listeners missed it, uh, feel free to um, uh, jump online on yep. faithfm.com.au um, and check out Drive Time, or uh, even better, download the app. Get the Faith FM app, and uh, you're able to um, to listen to previous podcasts, pre- previous shows uh, here on Drive Time. And what we looked at last week, as we kicked this off, and we looked at this whole idea that um, we as humans are actually stewards, and we looked at this whole meaning of this word stewards stewards managers uh we're meant to look after uh this this in this world uh god created this world he gave it to us as a gift and we do have a responsibility yeah that's true but william what we're looking at now is um as we are to look after it is there a danger that we can lose sight of the one who gave us this Mm. gift and yeah. I think that's what we're going to be unpacking a little bit more today. Yeah. And just to tack on what you said, Joseph, can, 
is a danger that we can lose sight. The reality is people have lost sight. Right. There is no God in their picture. There is no transcendent being in their worldview. And look, that's not to say that's just how people see the world. Just, um, so I guess our kind of, um, I guess what we want to, uh, the message we want to convey today is, hey, it's great to believe and, and to take care of the environment. And we're saying, um, but you know what? The reason why it's so good is because there is an awesome God that created it. And the Bible continually yeah. points and uh, refers to God as the creator, yep. uh, as the maker of heaven and mm. earth. And there's a call then, we're going to look at this, I know, to, to worship him. Yeah. Uh, worship him. That's the, that's that's the emphasis. That's yeah. what keeps. Yes, it does um, state at the outset that we are to uh, we are to to manage and to care for it. But then it, it calls us uh, to keep look, you know, looking to him. It, it's mm. it, it, it's so so clear yeah. in scripture. And um, and then I guess the other thing there that you, you mentioned, William, is um, the idea that. Um, What's the danger in focusing creation? It takes our eyes off the crowd, and it already has actually happened. Yeah. A- absolutely, and 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 clearly at this climate change, there, there is no talk here really of people uh, needing to go back to the creator. No talk of people needing to get their lives in, aligned with with um yeah. with our creator God. Yeah, uh, I mean. We, we acknowledge that our tr- plan is in trouble. We acknowledge that humans have contributed towards, um, whether it be global warming or deforestation or whatever else. Um, and, uh, humanity's focus on self and, um, and advancement has, has taken advantage and abused this planet. We acknowledge that, but we don't acknowledge, uh, the ultimate one that we, we, we should acknowledge. Yeah. Um, because what we find, the Bible clearly points us, points out, William, um, that this world, this planet, is wearing out mm. like a like a garment, and uh, it, it provides this picture that this world is going to come to an yep. end, and with the return of Jesus Christ, and that there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Mm. Uh, where he will recreate that that to me is the ultimate perspective that that changes how i how I look at what 's happening with our planet at the moment. you know what I think as well um Joseph is kind of give another analogy you know I like going to the gym, I like going training and right, and I think that 's another thing that everybody 's interested in health and wellness and fitness and taking care of your body i mean that 's a great thing because that 's what the world is saying but for the christian it's not just hey i want to eat healthy so i can you know live a good life and leave some extra years but again coming back to the god factor yeah you know i am made in the image of god and so now it's not just you know i'm eating certain food so i can live a healthy life but because or even to just because it's better for the planet and and you yeah know, absolutely uh, pr- protects the environment yeah yeah and you know like yeah, so, but the motive now is yeah. because I've been created by God. And, you know, Paul says in 1 Corinthians that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I think that's probably what we're trying to bring across. Like we said, how, you know, good on them for meeting in, in this uh, world uh, stage to talk about these things. And I think that's a noble thing. You know, all we are saying is, hey, you know, what if there were leaders there that part of their thinking, part of their objective, part of their motives was, hey, the reason why we want to care for this beautiful planet is because it's been given to us as a gift by a powerful God. Oh, yeah, that's really and I guess good. that's always saying, you yeah. know. Yes, but, you know, right. I believe as well, Joseph, as you would, you know, God works through 
uh, particular people through governments and whatnot. You know, God, that's part of the character of God. He's yeah. sovereign. He, Daniel says he removes kings, he sets up kings. So behind the scenes of the secular worldly governments, there is a God there. Yeah. And I, that's, that's what gives us confidence yeah. is because despite uh, man-made attempts to make this world a better place, we know ultimately, um, as revealed in Scripture, um, that you know this world ultimately has been, um, how can I say, it's been infiltrated by by evil through mm. this uh, character called you know Satan, whatnot. And that's another talk. Yeah. But but yeah, so. So, t- so take us to uh, the, the key points from Scripture as we're answering this question, William. What's the danger in focusing on on the creation? Now, is yeah. there a danger in worshiping creation rather than creator? Mm. So, share share with us uh, the key points that you yeah. have there. So, I've just got kind of three points I want to kind of um, go through our listeners with, and we'll kind of get to the real answer in the third one uh, towards the tail end. But I, I just wanted to just highlight something: is that you're listening to whoever you are listening to our show today. Um, we we are Christians, and we want to just kind of put put it out there that you know when we're talking about God, and that's what we're hoping to do in our on our show, is that you can't run past this this fact, or as revealed in Scripture, that God is Creator. Yeah, I mean it's right there, as you would know, Joseph. It's the very first words of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I mean, if you can, if you can believe that by faith, you know. Sometimes people say to us, Joseph, "Oh, how can you believe Jesus walked in the water? How did he feed the five thousand? Yeah. How did he do that?" And I say, "Hey, if you can believe the first words of the scriptures, everything else." You can you can believe. That's right. You can believe Jonah was swallowed by a whale. You can believe that you know all these miracles would just be. Uh, yeah, okay, I understand that because because there's a divine being called God in the scriptures, yeah. and because God is all powerful and almighty, you know everything um, you know makes can fit into that paradigm. So, first point today I want to share with our listeners, Joseph, is God is creator. Mm. Um. And there's a few verses I just wanted to just touch on. We, sure. we alluded go, to Genesis 1. Yep. Um, we talked about, you know, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Um, very quickly on that statement, as you would uh, uh, know as well, Joseph, you know, the Bible doesn't try to argue the case for God's existence. It, it assumes it. Yeah. it. That's what the, the Bible writer of Genesis says. In the beginning God created. It, it doesn't try to explain God or try to, you know, and that's part of our, I guess, part of... Um, us as human beings, we want to kind of really understand everything before we, you know, take a delve and and in 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 faith. But God just it God it just begins with those words: "In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth." Now, a couple more verses on this idea, um, Joseph. You've got Psalm thirty-three and verses six and nine. I love this passage, Joseph, and you would know this very well as well. It just, I just I'm just kind of highlighting this idea of a creator God mm. because. All through Scripture, Joseph, you would know that um, you, we are confronted with this God that is the Creator. He's the Sovereign Lord. Now, David the Psalmist in Psalm 33 and verse 6, he says these beautiful words, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all of the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. And then if you skip together uh, just a couple of verses down at verse 9, it says, For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. Mm. 
And if you read Genesis 1, that's how God creates. He says, let there be, and it was so. Let there be, and there was so. And so you look at texts like Genesis, Psalm 33, by the word of the Lord, it's God's word. Mm. Within God's word, there is uh, creative power. And then a couple of verses there, Psalms 24, verse 1, it says, um, you know, uh, the earth is the Lord and all that is in it. I think I'm just paraphrasing there. Let me just turn yeah. there real quick. No, I think that's it. The, yeah. It, yep. The earth is the Lord's, Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's in all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. So you got that. And then you've got Psalm 19, uh, just this last little verse on this particular idea. Psalm 19 in verse 1, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. And you, you, there's a few more verses as you go down. So the first point, Joseph, um, when we're talking about um, is there a danger in focus on the creation, like I said, n- nothing wrong with that if if part of that conversation is looking at creation and 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 seeing that there is a powerful God behind it, and it comes back to worldview, Joseph. You know the word I shared a, a few moments earlier. Yep. This idea of um, origin. You know that is a worldview that everyone, whether they have consciously or subconsciously, um, you know, have in their mind is how do we get here? You know what? What is where? How did life begin? And obviously, there's many scientific, you know, explanations of that. But the Bible is very clear that God is Creator. Now we're going somewhere with this because I just wanted to kind of highlight that. Now, as a result of that, um, Joseph, uh, if, if God is a Creator, uh, the second point I just kind of want to share with our listeners today is that God desires. Us to worship him. And the Bible actually commands that. It, 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 it states it in a number of places. Worship him who created the heavens, the yes. earth, the seas. Uh, worship the Lord, uh, it says, yeah. in the beauty of his majesty. Yeah. And, you know, and the number of uh, calls to, to worship him as as the creator. Yes. You know, you know, worship is to, to give awe and praise to, to someone. And here the Bible is calling us to, to worship him. But what you've said, God is a creator. Yep. And the Bible calls us to worship him as, as the creator. Yeah. And I think this is powerful because not only is origin a big part of our worldview, but this idea of meaning. And, you know, as Christian, Joseph, we worship God out of a sense that God created us. Okay. You know, David says in, in Psalms, he says, I'll praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully yeah, made. Yeah. And so... There is a sense for the Christian that there is gratitude. There is a sense in which when we wake up each day is that we have been made and fashioned by the hands of a powerful, mighty God. And so, yeah, there's a couple of references. There's Exodus 20. It's, it's part of God's commandments. It's the first commandment where God says that, um, you know, he is the Lord that brought the Israelites out of Egypt, mm. out of the house of bondage. They were to have no other gods before him. And in God even stipulates they weren't to make any graven image. They weren't to bow down to it nor serve it. And so 
And, and that's kind of where we're going to head to in our third point. So God was very particular, Joseph, yep. in the context of the Israelites coming out of slavery. They weren't to make anything and look at it and, and say, wow, I'm going to bow down to this thing. No. Now, people might be listening in our show saying, oh, well, we don't do that today. Well, you better hang in there because yeah. just because you may not have a physical statue of some sort that you're looking at and praying to, uh, it's, it's more subtle than that because yeah. an idol is really anything that uh, we let me get to the real heart of it because the third point there is is the danger um, let me just share this and I, I think I shared this at the top of a show because um, we're asking the question is what's the danger of focusing on the creation of the environment now here it is in a nutshell Joseph here is the danger the danger when whenever we're focused on creation or the environment or whatever it is that really just takes all of our time. But for our show this week, we're talking about the environment. I believe, Joseph, that the danger is that we'll be placing our trust and our security in something rather than someone. Mm. So in other words, yeah, it's it's great to be so passionate about the, the creation, the environment. That's cool. I mean, if you're into that and you're all about saving the planet, praise God, and we need people like that, even for us as Christians, because yep. we can kind of relegate to the side to, you know. So hats off, and kudos to the people who do that. But my concern is, Joseph, is that we are so passionate about the creation rather than the creator. And that's a really valid thing that we're wanting to, to, to get across to, yeah. our, to our listeners uh, today. Look, we need to take a very quick yeah. break, William. So l- l- let's just uh, take a quick break. And, and um, we're going to enjoy a little bit of some music that's just related to this. But just before we do that, I want to let our listeners know that we have a, a book offer, a new book offer for this week. It's a book uh, titled Hope for a Helpless Planet by Chris Holland. Um, great little book. If you'd like to get this little booklet in your hand, Hope for a Helpless Planet, uh, text the code SA24 to our number 0488-880-811 and the Faith FM giveaway bot will then reply asking for your details. So if you'd like this week's offer, text the code word SA24, that's the letters SA and the number 24, no spaces, text it to 488 Double eight zero eight double one. We're looking here about what's the danger of focusing on uh, the creation rather than the creator. And this lovely song by Chris Rice reminds us that we can lose sight of the creator. And that's why we need to know this song. This is my father's world. This is my father's world. And to my listening ears All nature sings and round me rings The music of the spheres This is my Father's world I rest me in the thought Of rocks and trees, of skies and seas His hand This is my father's world The birds their carols raise The morning light, the lily white Declare their name 
Father's word Oh let me ne'er forget That though the wrong seems oft so strong God is the ruler, yeah This is my Father's world The battle is not done Jesus who died will be satisfied And earth and heaven be one This is my Father's world The battle is not done Jesus who died will be satisfied And earth and heaven be Yeah, welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Drive Time Big Q&A with Joseph Matichich and William Mawala. We're looking at the theme of the Bible, the church and the environment. And our question today is, is there a danger in this focus on creation? And in particular, looking at this danger in worshipping creation rather than the creator. William, uh, just before the break, you, you, you very eloquently explained to us the, the, these three key issues there that the Bible clearly points out, this emphasis on God as our creator, mm-hmm. the fact that uh, therefore we are to worship him, it calls us to worship him, and that uh, you also made the point there that if we um, place our trust in anything else, mm. we're actually putting it in something that's, that's not uh, really stable, not dependable, not not eternal and so uh, let, let's let's uh, you know we have a few moments now left before we uh, finish up here on sure. drive time on uh, today's show what, what what can you sort of bring us to uh, particularly as we're looking at this question of is there a danger in worshiping mm. creation rather than the creator Look, uh, Joseph, in the little time we got left, I, I really just want to head right into Romans because mm. there is a, a particular passage that I think is relevant for our conversation today. You'll find it in Romans chapter 1 and verses um, 20 through t- down to about 25. Um, and let me just read it and then um, just take a couple of um, ideas out of it. So here is the Apostle Paul speaking to the people of his day. Mm. He says there, uh, Romans 1 verse from verse 20, For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. So just very quickly, Joseph. No excuse for... yeah, for not, not knowing God. Not going to that. That's really, really impo- mm. important. Keep going. Yeah. Um, then in verse 21, Paul says, Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. Mm. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshipping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshipped idols made to look like me, people, and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. Verse 25, they traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped, and here's where we really get to Joseph. Mm. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. 
Wow. So that's exactly what we're trying to say today, Joseph, that here is the Apostle Paul centuries ago saying that there were people in his day who were worshipping objects, idols, images, relics, whatever you want to call it, instead of the Creator. Now, let me be fair to our, our discussion today. We're not saying that the people at this global summit on climate change, that they're worshipping the environment. But what we are saying is that, that for people who are, who are going to focus on, on the environment and just giving, throwing all of their weight behind this huge idea of the environment, we're saying, hey, before you talk about saving the environment, let's first ask the question, you know, how did we get the environment and, 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 and what is our role to it? And all I'm saying is in the Christian Bible, Joseph, there is a beautiful picture that emerges that God created the environment. Yes. And not only God, that God created us as human beings initially. And, oh, maybe let me take that word back. Not initially. I think still is valid today. As custodians, mm. stewards, we are caretakers of this planet. Yeah. You know, what always baffles me, and I'm just going to be open with you, Joseph, with our listeners. You know when you watch those David Attenborough documentaries and you see these wonderful creation and I'm watching it and screaming out from my, from my lounge room, how good is God that he can make all these amazing creatures with its diversity and colors and, and yet someone else can give their life to it yeah. and almost come up with a totally... It, that, that's really a fascinating for a picture because I, I've thought exactly the same thing. <laughs> David Attenborough's um, documentaries are incredible, William. Yeah. I've, I've watched a number of them, and just like you, I've, yeah. I've watched them, and I cannot but help be absolutely amazed with the um, the evidence for design. And you know that 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 uh, man, he's had the privilege of travelling the globe and visiting so many yeah. places and countries and seeing so much uh, <laughs> nature, environment, and, and creatures. Uh, Animals that I'll never get get, get to see, um, and uh, just you know, the way he it, it, it describes how they live mm, and yeah. how they you know all their incredible features, it, it's incredible. And yet, it, it's clear. For example, uh, sadly, uh, Sir David Attenborough, and you know what? I don't it, I don't know if you're aware of this. He's actually ninety five. Wow. Sir David Attenborough is ninety five, and he was one of the presenters at the um, UN Climate Change Summit in Glasgow. Really, he, he addressed them. Yeah, he did. Okay. He, he addressed them, and um, he essentially uh, made a real warning that human actions were causing rising rising carbon levels, and he said that humans had the capacity to fix this if they worked together. He said. Mm-hmm. And he, he he called on world leaders to 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 step up. He made this passion plea. You know, so you've got this ninety five right. year old man. Um, I can't help but think. You know, he's seen all this. It, to me, it's it's just just like mm. what you, what was shared there from Romans chapter one. Exactly. Um, the that people uh, through everything that God has made, animals. Plants, the environment, um, his invisible qualities, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature are there. So the people have no excuse. Yes. But sadly, like you said there, they've traded the truth about God for a lie and they worship and serve things that God created instead of the creator himself. You know, Joseph, I just, can I just end on this note? I mean, we're talking about environment. I just want to say to our listeners that are, that are listening today, um, it's one thing to be passionate about the environment, and like we said, we uh, we pray for them, and we hope that good things come out of that. Mm. All we're saying is, the danger is, 
like in anything in life, we can be so passionate about whether it's the environment, our careers, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. We can be so passionate about that instead of the God who gave us breath and gave us life. And all I'm appealing to our listeners is is for us as as Christians, uh, the Bible gives us this sense of identity. And all I'm saying as well is, even for us as human beings, we are made in the image of God. So that totally shapes the way that yeah, I yeah. think and act. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we're only touching the surface. We surface, sorry. We still got uh, the rest of our team this week mm. to tackle this question. Mm. So, um, yeah, look, as we said, there's nothing wrong with being passionate about the environment. All we're saying is from the scriptures, the Bible tells us that we have been created by God and that this earth has been given as a gift by God. Yeah, Father, we just want to just pause and acknowledge you today. We thank you that you are the creator of heaven and earth. And Lord, as we talk about the environment this coming week, we just pray that um, in our own lives, you'd help us to see that everything around us speaks about your, your character. As David says, that the heavens declare the glory of God. As we look at the, the world around us, even though it's been tainted by by evil and sin and sickness and so much bad stuff. But Lord, through through it, we can still see glimpses of beauty and as we, we understand that this world has been given as a gift by you. So please bless our listeners as they tune in the rest of this week. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it looks like our time's up, friends. Thanks for joining uh, myself, Joseph Matichic, and William Mawala. Hope you can join in tomorrow when uh, Gary Hodgkin and Eric Hall look at the topic, Why Won't Green Political Solutions Work? Hope you can tune in. Uh, but in the meantime, remember that Jesus said, I'm leaving you with the gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the world peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May God richly bless you.